Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Recording on Zoom, we're recording on Instagram. Hey! Hello? This <laughs> is so weird. Right, so I've got to mute you on my phone. So yeah. that now when you talk, because you're just talking from my ears. Look. Oh, look at this. <laughs> this is, oh, this is lovely. Isn't it? Oh, and we've got someone straight away listening. Funny Film Diary. Hello, how are you at? Hello, hello. Good morning, Forrest. Dear Forrest, how are you, my oh. friends? I am dandy. How are you? I'm good. I'm all good. It's a sunny Cory Coronation Day. It is the sunny Coronation Day. The uh, oh yeah, I can open the bowl, get up a little bit of light. Look at that. Oh, like that. What are you drinking? You got some squash? Yeah. Hang on. Does that look like lemon squash on the screen? It looks really weird. It's orange. It's definitely not on the screen, mate. That. Okay, you so sure? I, I, I put I popped a filter on, uh, but I didn't realise it would make an orange squash look like lemon squash. That's that's <laughs> incredibly disorientating. What the fuck is? Oh, oh my gosh, it's weird. Anyway, so hello, weird. hello, 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 everybody. Uh, Thank you for being here. We've got two watchers so far. Thank you so much. We are live, uh, so <laughs> me and Forrest, uh, so to, to preface this, we need some context for this, dear listeners. Um, we had uh, a viewing of Guardians of the Galaxy 3, was it Thursday night, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, Thursday night we saw it. It literally caused such a visceral reaction to the point that me and Forrest came out of the cinema, right, we've got to do some sort of live. We've got, we've got, we've got to get this out immediately. We need to get some thoughts out, and it seems to be happening quite a lot. All a lot of the podcasters, fellow creators as well, on all these platforms are also doing the same thing, sharing their thoughts on what they think about the movie. And you know, to be frank, you know, it's not surprising that people are doing this because it really, <laughs> it was something. It was something. It was a um, hell of a sound. But what we're going to do, just so you know, if you're watching and you haven't seen it yet, don't worry. This is going to be a non-spoiler Instagram live review. Uh, we're currently recording as well um, via our uh, normal platforms as well. And this will go out on our um, Spotify and Amazon or Apple podcast as well as well. And then we'll carry on via those streams to do a spoiler review. Is that right? It, That's it, the plan, it isn't is. It? Non-spoiler start and then we'll go away, do a spoiler one. And then, and then you'll have both because why not? Why not? Um, ah, why not? But yeah, I I think let, let's let's just dive straight in, Matt. It was yeah. I you know 
the word incredible, outstanding, amazing are words mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Uh, were, were said um, easily in my top five uh, Marvel films. 100%. You know, it's really interesting. You're not the only person that are saying this. And to be honest, I think it's up there as well in my top five. Um, I've seen a lot of sort of tweets and posts about this mo- movie going immediately up to people's like favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> the thing is, is that I'm quite glad we're talking about it a few days after because when we came out of the cinema, there was just this weird, and I don't know, I'm really interested to know if anybody else has experiences when they've gone to the cinema and watched this with their friends. Me and Forrest went with a group of other people. And uh, as we came out, we all just kind of stood in a circle and just looked at each other for a moment. And then like some, like I was like a mess. I like, I was crying for about five minutes during the midway through, I think. Um, and I just sort of found myself quite emotionally exhausted. Um, and, there's just there was just this weird kind of like did you feel it forest or was it just me we just kind of just no. stood there and looked at each other and we're like wow we've just been seeing something pretty cool like pretty special yeah a hundred percent i mean you know it was i think you hear all of the time about emotional roller coasters right in life films whatever but this is a complete roller coaster ride mm. um and absolutely i think we you it, we all just had to kind of breathe for a few minutes yeah like, that, that's know. it there was like we when, as we came out in the cinema there was like this audible exhale like as people go oh my god Whew. like it was an it was it was a journey it was a journey through all the emotions mm. um and we, some of us were talking as well like the fact that the MCU don't really get considered for performance Oscars is a travesty. It's an absolute travesty because some of the performances from, I would say pretty much everyone in that cast Mm. were absolutely fantastic. I thought across the board, I mean, I've got some favorites, obviously, and we'll talk about that in a moment. Um, But yeah, hello, if anybody that's just joined in, this is a non-spoiler review of Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Um, But yeah, I think, Everybody's performance was fantastic. What do you think about that? Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the things I remember coming, you know, coming out and saying was, you get this, you get the real sense. What some of my favourite films are when you really get the sense that the cast thoroughly get on with each other and thoroughly enjoy what they're doing. And I think it, you know you can really tell the the they, the relationship is just there because they just bounce off each mm. other. The writing's mm-hmm. great, you know. James Gunn's vision is brilliant, um, and I, you know you can just see that it must be an absolute hoot uh, to film. Um, but yeah, I think let, let's you know let's let's delve into characters. You know, who were who are your favourites? Um, I've got to say the high visionary mm. just as a as a villain like nailed it absolutely nailed it and I think it seems to be quite a consensus across the board from the reaction so far but the performance from him it was just absolutely fantastic the weight of the character the conflict of the character the way that he was so like you know you've got all these villains that are driven by a higher purpose but you've he kind of plays it in a way I don't know. I don't root for him, but I'm just, it's like the Joker where you're just so deeply intrigued by what they're going to do next and how that kind of maniacal behavior is going to sort of expand through the movie. 
And I was just apps every time he was on the screen, I was hooked. I was there with him. He's, he's in a really, he's a really, um, yeah, he's a great actor. He's done a lot of stage, a lot of theater. Um, and you can see that as well in terms of his performance. There's this kind of like grandioso, uh, you know, version of the high visionary, which makes sense to be fair. Um, Rachel is on <laughs> Thea wants Forrest to wave and say hi. Hello, Thea. Hello. <laughs> I know you watch, you're watching and eagerly wanting to be part of it. Uh, well done for resisting. Hello, mate. Um, <laughs> uh, the Yes, I completely agree. But I, I, and also what's really interesting. So when we came out afterwards... Um, uh, you know, and it was quite a fairly big group of us was watching it, wasn't it? And we yeah. we, were, we were discussing that uh, we went back to talking about Kang. You know, obviously Jonathan Majors, big news. Uh, you know, we're still not certain where that's going uh, mm. or what's going to happen. But I have seen online people that have taken so much to that actor playing the high visionary mm. that they they actually want him to be Kang. They want that him to be a variant of Kang and for them to go in that direction. We never see him die. He no. survives, uh, you know. Um, and I was I was about to give some you know, more, more less uh, you know more spoilery stuff there, but I won't. <laughs> and stop myself, rein myself in. Um, but yeah, absolutely. You know, he would be a fantastic character. Uh, to explore f- further, so I can mm. completely get on board. Uh, actually, with him, with them going down that direction, not that I think I don't think they will. I think that you know that's very much a fan coming out of Guardians, getting really pumped about it. Um, but I would love to see that actor or even that character come in in future films. I think that'd be perfect. I, I, I wonder whether they're just going to wait for the response to, from, the, you know, the fans and the watchers on the High Visionary to see if there was any legs for him to, to come back and stuff. But again, we, and again we're not going to give any spoilers or anything like that. But so I'm, I'll be interested to know whether that whether that will happen or not. Because, um, again, in the grand scheme of the multiverse, anything can happen, really. You know. Exactly. Exactly. But um, in terms of other performances, do you have a favourite Guardian? Oh, I mean, we, you know, Bradley Cooper as Rocket has got to be mentioned. <sighs> yeah. It is an outstanding performance. Um, it, although, you know, really we're seeing young Rocket and, uh, you know, I haven't looked into that about who voiced young Rocket. Oh yeah. Um, so, because so I'm saying Bradley Cooper, but actually, um, you know, in the most part, um, it's y- y- Young Rocket really, uh, and it's the backstory. Um, but mm. I think you know, as a character, if I take away the you know, and and assume that all of those voice actors are part of that character, absolutely, you know, oh my God, what an emotional roller coaster. There was just, I think. Like I said, just before we started this live stream, it was just that everybody had a moment in this movie. In terms of every Guardian, they all had a story. They all had their own arc. And we saw this get played out really well timed. And there was, you know, especially with like even the the smallest of storylines with some characters that were played out just brilliantly. You know, I think think for me, I think... um, 
Chris Pratt's performance was great. I think yeah. it, I think at in past iterations of Quill, there's been it's kind of like been hit and miss. But I think the development of him and development of him and Gamora as well works really well. Um, and it's you know it's not really the main thread because obviously this is Rocket's story. Um, but it's there and it kind of develops nicely and it and i think there's a you know at the end there's a there's payoff as as well so that I, yeah chris pratt was great a high visionary though he needs an oscar that man he does that man needs an oscar uh, but also karen gillen nebula yeah i thought that you know nebula and I, I saw some things online as well about and i, I think it's so true about consistent performances Nebula mm. is so consistently good as a character, and she really nails like that the character arc there. Um, and I, yeah, I really Nebula, Gamora. You know, we see a completely different Gamora, so seeing the different acting chops that that requires mm. is, is is fantastic. Um, you know, it, I, I, I don't think there's any any of them, certainly not of the Guardians, that there's any kind of link, uh, weak link in the chain. No. Uh, I think they're all, you know, completely superb. So, so I mean, uh, later on, we're going to carry on talking um, after this live chat on Instagram, and we're going to put this up on our platforms for a little weekend upload, but we'll go into a more spoiler review later on after this stream. So if you just joined us now, don't worry, this is a non-spoiler review. Um of Guardians and the Galaxy 3. And um, as a trilogy, Forrest, do you think this is, you know, in terms of like superhero trilogies, do you think it's up there with the Christopher Nolan's Batman trilogy? Do you think it kind of, does it round everything off with a bow? Or what do you, well, yeah, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I, absolutely. I, th I think, you know, th this film, uh, for me, really, like, cap captures almost star wars the original trilogy there and and the kind of magic of it and and there are certainly some characters that you would think actually this is more star wars than it is guardians actually mm -hmm. um but uh, um so 100 percent, but even up there with the with the batman trilogy i, th I think it's really really nicely done um it was interesting i i thought that there was more there seemed to be more focus on kind of reminiscing with the first film mm. uh we didn't get much of this of kind of any uh, much of the vibes from the second film yeah. Um, there, you know, there is a little bit, a little bit of a, a thing there, um, which we'll talk about more in our spoiler uh, review because I, I wouldn't want to spoil it. Um, but uh, yeah, I, th I think they did a perfect job of rounding it up um, and going, you know, this this is what we've this is what we've we've enjoyed for many a year. I think what's what James Gunn does really well, and in terms of like the identity, just going to put a charger in my laptop, oh. Matt. Sorry oh. for. So, oh, you, you carry on talking, my you friend. Do, you've done that a few times before, my friend. I you? know. I mean, <laughs> no, I never, I never remember. Do I? There we go. I get the little stick. I think James Gunn, what he does really, really well is tell human stories or kind of uh, stories that resonate with us as audiences through um, a non-fictional kind of realm. And obviously, it's it just it just. I'm I'm almost to say like it's perfection the movie, in 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 every way like in terms of the way the story is led, the way that the performances are, it is an ensemble 
you know, movie. It, we're not really focusing on just one person. It's not like a solo kind of venture. It's telling multiple stories and it's played out perfectly. The, I think the cinematography, the color, the color palette, the editing, the visual effects as well. Uh, just absolutely. it all absolutely hits. It hits so well. Um, and it really, yeah, I, I, you know, the reason why we're talking about it right now is because we just want to make sure that everybody goes to see it as well because it just, it just, it needs to be seen in the cinema. Hundred percent. Go and see. Yeah, this. You know, very often you will hear, or oh, you know, go and see the cinema. Keep the cinema alive, and we should keep the cinema alive. You know, let's not just get into home streaming. But this film, it, you know, if you care about film, like I was going to say Marvel, but it's more than that. You care about film, go and see this. James Gunn mm. has absolutely executed to perfection uh mm. this and and it, and, it, and it was i've seen some reviews have stated that it's uh you know overcomplicated uh narratively it's a little bit shaky uh, you know I, I, in the first act of the film in all honesty there is some level of like complexity with it and it get you know we're introduced to a hell of a lot in the first half an hour hour of the film but if you actually watched, you know, if you watched a full film, second or third act, completely, you know, it, it has to, and what, but it, but it's done in a good way. It has to go through it really quickly initially, um, because mm. there is so much to this film, there's so much ground to cover. But also, it means a long film, long duration, and you know how I am about long duration of films, Matt. That's you know? true. Don't yeah. like a, yeah. you know, anything longer than two hours has to prove it to me. But this absolutely does because it, it it stores so much in that first hour to get to then go right. This is why it needs to be a long film. It's why it deserves to be a long film because by the end, all of those things that that first hour sets up will you know come it's, roll out. It is paced brilliantly, brilliantly, like from start to finish. And what I will say as well, and again, so this is a non-spoiler review, but like. Um, there are two end credit sequences in there. There's a there's a mid credit sequence and there's an end credit sequence. Um, but like, yeah, man, you've got to go to cinema and watch it because it. And again, like, there's it's, in, it's been in the trailers as well. There's a planet that they go to that's just really vibrant, um, and it's just it's just worth to go see in a screen because it's just brilliant. Um, yeah, it's got me excited for DC. What about you? Oh, uh, before before I say that, Tiger Stick Twenty Three, uh, welcome to the live stream. Uh, they say it's a whole meal, maybe more than three courses. On a, uh, if it, this, if this was a meal, and I like it. You've used a food analogy. We use crisp reviews all the time. You know, you thought about it. I I think for me, this film would be. You've gone to a Michelin star restaurant. You've sat down, you're wearing your little pucker shirt, your favourite shirt, and, and what they're doing, they bring, you know, those annoying tiny dishes, but you get about 10 of them. So by the end of the 10 dishes, you're nice and full. That's that's what they've done. They've, get, they've, get, they've bought you small dishes, but they've bought you lots of them. And this is, yeah, this is brilliant. But yeah, um, so you were saying about DC, yeah. D Hello, Thea. She's Hello. in. She's in. She's she's made it. She's got she's got hands of what's it? Oh my gosh! What are you eating? Look at the mess of you! Oh my gosh! Go go to the bathroom. Go sort yourself out. 
you need me, do you? Oh, well. I mean, that is, I mean, you're not touching me with those hands. <laughs> that, that's horrendous. <laughs> Suppose it's my fault. I went and got you the what's-its. Amazing. Amazing. But yeah, uh, DC, DC yeah. I'm really, really excited. I think, I mean, he's doing Superman Legacy. And that's kind of the latest project that's coming out soon. And I think, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be DC, amazing. DC are incredibly lucky to have themselves uh, James Gunn. Like, it yeah, is, 100%. Uh, it, they're unbelievably lucky. Um, and I, yeah, and I think, oh. So <laughs> always, in case you've never listened to one of our full podcasts. This is what it is. This, this is, is literally what it is. Know, this is what, you know, high depth conversation, um, you know, two wild Hi, Shah. People. Oh, hello, Shah. Oh, Shah's commented gay. Oh, oh. Thanks, Shah. Shah, with the, you know. Shah, have you seen Guardians yet? I'm waiting for it. I, I, she's probably gone. <laughs> she's out of it. <laughs> just joined God. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, yeah, I think overall a, a complete feast, amazing film, hands down one of the top five uh, Guardians films. I think. Yeah. For me, you know, if you look at the Guardians trilogy, it would go number one because it's number one. Number, th- I'd actually go the third film and then I'd go the second film in terms of how what I liked. I think really, the, I think the third film, this film definitely packs a punch more than the second did. But not to say the same. These all three Guardians films are, you know, another league. Mm. I think. But mm. if I was to put them in order of, of how much I enjoyed, I'd say first film, then third film. Yeah. Uh, Shah hasn't seen it yet. Um, oh, you've probably already gone, Shah. It's a non-spoiler review. It's fine. Shah is going to a <laughs> wedding today, so we'll have to leave to avoid. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Enjoy wedding. This is a non-spoiler review. But what we will be doing in a moment is we're going to be carrying on uh, this discussion on our other platforms of Spotify, uh, Amazon Podcast, and Apple Podcasts, and wherever else to get your podcasts and talk about them the more spoilers. What's so weird is you're going to go from this looking like lemon squash to the accurate portrayal of Oh, yeah, I can see it on the screen. Oh, my God. Look at that. That is the most bizarre. Anyway, uh, so, yeah. Yeah, you, if if there's any reason to listen to the full full podcast, it's to see orange squash instead of lemon squash. What a <laughs> what a show! <laughs> oh, thanks for thanks for the heads up, share, Shaw. Uh, no idea how to use Instagram Live anyway. Oh yeah, cool. All right, cool. <laughs> Good to know, isn't it? <laughs> Fantastic. Um, so yeah, so we talked about. In our spoiler-free, we talk about characters. Yep. Any any other notable things? Do well. I was going to talk about gripes. I mean, we've just given it a glowing gripes. review, non-spoiler review. But um, I think obviously this follows the story of Rocket and the origins of Rocket. What I will say is, if you are easily triggered by animal cruelty, I would go in with caution. Mm. Um, go in with caution. Um, it is uh, quite yeah. a it's quite a graphic uh, film for you know it's still a family film still a Marvel film but it, it you know it's on the graphic side I'd say there's some you know punchy fights there and some very yeah you know yeah uh, aggressive moments in it um, gri- gripes I, I they're what 
you know, I did have a couple. I had one when we were talking after the film, and I cannot remember for the life of me what it was. Can you? Oh, it? you would. Oh, you did mention it. Um, and I, because I, I know I mentioned it because I purposely mentioned the word gripe, which I never yeah, you do did. socially outside of this podcast. <laughs> you did, and which kind of made me feel really weird because I was like, <laughs> you were amongst other people that don't really listen to the podcast. How dare you use the word gripe? <laughs> What are you saying? We're not, we're not recording. <laughs> Using that word. Copyright that word. Um, uh, I know what it was. I know what yeah. it was. So, obviously, this is the first Marvel film where we get uh, uh, we get fuck in it. Yeah. Swear word. Um, and look, I've said it on Instagram Live. There's all the children flocking away. Um, the... Uh, so I'm just reading the comments. The comments are coming in. They're flooding in now. Thoughts on Alan Cumming returning to the X-Men movies as Nightcrawler? I heard he's being paid $75,000. Uh, wow. Uh, Alan Cumming's <laughs> great. I Alan, love Alan Cumming. He's, he's amazing. And anything with the X-Men, yes, please. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, um, fucking's using it for the first time. Um, and my only gripe, I'd say, with Guardians, or one of my very few gripes, is that um we there are a lot of moments in guardians 3 where we get a kind of a line that leads to a swear word but then we cut off at the swear word it's done quite a lot in marvel films you know obviously they can only use so many but but it seemed that it was used quite a lot in this film the comedy by the way which we haven't talked about outstanding mm. it puts you know thor love and thunder to shame you know the comedy in this film is great and absolutely brilliant yeah but there are a lot of moments where they do that whole you know oh you piece of and then slide away and i'm like it's fine couple for a couple of times but if you just keep using that as a gimmick then it becomes a bit like well i've want to hear the whole line a bit more often mm-hmm. or just just don't don't bother about just the don't bother don't yeah. worry about it yeah, that's fair. Um, Shark's gone, um, which X-Man would I be? And then goes, um, some kind of Pigman probs. Now, um, what I will say, Shah, is that I, you go and see Guardians because there is a moment where I'm like, ah, Shah will enjoy that. Um, so that's a little teaser for you there. You need to go and see it because then we can talk about it later. Um, but yes, I don't know. I don't know what X-Man you would be. I need to think about that and I'll message it to you. I, th- I think you'd be a bit Wolverine, Matt, mate. Me? Yeah. I thought you mean. I think Shah's asking how what Shah would be. No, no. Oh no, no. I know. I know. That's what Shah's are. Oh, I was, and then it got me thinking about me what you Wolverine. Would be. I think so. You got quite. You got the face of Wolverine, haven't you? <laughs> like you I know mean, that you know the, really att- have... the attempt of a beard, but not quite a beard. Oh, know? I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Okay. Until, okay, I know. Yeah. In one film, he does have a. He does have a genuine the whole deal, but most of the time, he goes for the little. Yeah, sure. There's something pig related. Okay, that's all I give you as a clue. It's a little hint. There's something pig related in Guardians that I think you'll enjoy. That would be Cannonball. Yeah, okay. very good. Lovely, lovely work. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're gonna. What we're probably gonna do? We're gonna probably talk for another five or so minutes. But after the five minutes, we're then gonna go into a more spoiler review. Uh, and carry on and this will be then uploaded as a full episode this weekend as a special cory coronation upload talking about something completely unrelated to the coronation uh, because that's how we do um yes i mate let's do a crisps rating here right now let's do it crisp rating here right yeah. now. 
Yeah. I, well, this, I mean, this is, oh my God, what is this? This, this there is a special uh, deli that I will, I'll go into. Right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, in that deli, they have some very expensive truffle crisps, right? And that bag of truffle crisps is a once in a month, you know, um, moment. <laughs> Fucking hell, think of the word for us. Uh, once, once in a month moment. And I would go and get these truffle crisps. And they are an absolute delight. It's a massive pack, but all the way down to the bottom of that pack, it's an absolute delight. They are. Very, it's an expensive crisp, a mature crisp. And, mm. and a big bag that lasts plenty of time. <laughs> That's nice. I like that. Yeah, truffle crisps are really good. I'm kind of with you on that. Mm. I've got, I've equally, which is really funny you mentioned the deli. There's a deli opposite the high street where I live on. Ooh. And they do truffle crisps as well. And they are absolutely amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Tiger Stick, you've got a question. Uh, which Marvel or DC character... You each of you uh, most personally embody. Ooh, that's a good one, actually. Ooh, um, that is a good one. That's um, a good one. Yeah. I'm really having to think about that. I think for me, it's got to be Spider Man. I don't know. There's something. There's something to, with with Peter Parker's origin. Mm. I kind of I when with it's the Tobey Maguire movies. It all happened at the same time when I was growing up at that age as well as you know Spider and Spider Man first trilogy coming out. It just really hit hard and sort of grew my love for you know superheroes and superhero movies and stuff. So I think and as well kind of if I wanted to be any superhero, it'd be Spider Man. Mm. But on a DC level, I think I mentioned it a few weeks ago in a podcast, um, Flash. Shah's Shah's gone straight in for the good and says you. Yeah, all right. Cheers, You're too Shah. old for sports. <laughs> <laughs> you are. I mean, you are too old for sports. What? Yeah, you know, you're, you're kicking. No, I'm not. You're, you're in your late thirties now, Matt. All right. <laughs> late thirties. Late thirties. You know, I'm joking? still. I'm still yet to even enter my thirties. So you know. Uh, oh, Rach says Matt has. <laughs> <laughs> Matt has caps arse. Wow, well, we were. Here we go. This is what we need to do Instagram lives more often. Look at this. Um, I I was thinking, I think personality-wise, Deadpool. Stature-wise, Incredible Hulk. <laughs> I think I, <laughs> I'm walking around like Hulk, but I've got a personality like, like Deadpool. I like that. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Shah and Rachel are just literally just having a conversation. Thank you very much, Tiger Stick. That was a really good question, mate. That Thank was you. An awesome, that was an awesome question. That was brilliant. That was really cool. Um, in terms of my, I think I, I, I don't know. I think I'm. It's an expensive crisp packet. That's for sure. It might be like not overly expensive. Like mm. tie rails. Is it tie rails? 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 That's the one. They're the ones. Tie rails crisps. Yeah. Oh no, they're not the ones. <laughs> they're not the ones I was on. <laughs> no, but they do like the posh salt and vinegar, right? It's like a green pack. It's like a posh looking pack. I think. Yeah. Oh, so, you... so, okay. 
<laughs> now, Sos joined in. Uh, Sophie is saying, anger, <laughs> the anger of Incredible Hulk when angry, hungry. <laughs> hungry. Yeah, yeah, nice. That's me. Matt, uh, Matt has Thor's humour. Well, I do, to be honest. That's why I mean a- Ragnarok a- is up there. No comedy value whatsoever. Is that, is that what that... Oh. <laughs> Shocking comedy. Is that what that... <laughs> uh, Oh, wow. Well, right. wait, 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 wait. Shall we go continue this conversation? Let's have this somewhere let's, else. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's have the spoiler version. Shall let's we? talk about spoiler stuff. So, um, dear listeners, thank you very much for tuning in. Um, this was our non-spoiler review of Guardians of the Galaxy Three. This is very much a quick reactive reaction. If you haven't seen it, go and see it. If you plan to see it, let us know what you thought of it. We've got already a post, I think, about um. Guardians of the Galaxy, but we'll do another one see if we can get some comments streaming as well. It's really good to hear your thoughts and as well we can relay that back onto our podcast as well. We're now going to go and discuss a spoiler review of Guardians of the Galaxy, which will be uploaded this weekend for your listening pleasure. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Well, that was our live stream on Instagram, and now we are slap bang on our podcasting streams where you usually catch us on Don't Be Here podcast. So, hello, dear listeners. Thank you for staying and sticking with us here. Yeah. Um, we're now going to be going into a spoiler review of Guardians of the Galaxy 3. So, if you haven't seen or um, caught it just yet, feel free to stop it right now, go and watch it, and then come back to the episode. And then listen to this episode as you uh, decompress from Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Um, this is us talking about it. We're going to be talking about more of the story, what, what happens in the story, what we thought of it. Um, and then, yeah, then that will be it. And then we'll go back to what the plan is for next week. But are we aware? Sorry for not uploading on Wednesday. Forrest, can you explain what happened to you? I can explain. <laughs> Just try to uh, sort out. <laughs> Um, sorry sorry. I didn't didn't realise it was going to ask me a million questions once uh, yeah it's annoying when it doesn't Instagram would just put it up but apparently not Um, yes right left okay Uh, yes what happened what happened all all laptop mate wasn't it the crap happened so yeah yeah, I opened it up ready you know 
um, in anticipation of the podcast. Open up, big crack on the left side of the screen. Couldn't believe it. So the, the screen was black and it was like multicolored bars, dodgy on the bottom. Took it into the Apple shop. 650 quid. It was, <gasps> right? Are you absolute, joking? Absolute joke, mate. Absolute. That's insane. 650 quid. By which time I was like, well, absolutely get my hands on a new laptop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what I've done. Got myself a new laptop. Um, which and uh, but you know I have gone for a Windows one this time, um, right. and I'm already like oh god you know it, What's it's wrong with Windows it's, it's, it's things just have a tendency to have errors all of the time I downloaded something this morning real simple download nothing nothing to it no oh we're gonna have an error with smart smart Windows smart screen has an error oh it's, and it just crashed. And I was like, well, the rest of the laptop's working fine. Like, you know, oh, win- I don't know. It, it's got, going back to Windows. Windows always has a habit of like, never quite just does what you ask it to. I, I, I know what you mean, but that's why you should never go to a Mac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just stick with it. Yeah. Stick in the mud. Like, you, stick, you, stick in the mud. Stick in the, the smelly shit. Just stick yeah. in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. sticking a silly yeah. shit and just go. But living the dream, um, it's you know, it's a much it, the the whole package of the laptop is much more gorgeous. Like well, I came yeah, on yeah. Zoom and Matt, it, honestly, mate, you look you look fifteen out of ten. You don't 15 look fifteen out of ten. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I thought you were going to say I look fifteen. I was like, yeah. for somebody that's well, claiming that I'm <laughs> in sixty-two. Yeah. Uh, oh, it has. You know, you, your face is looking amazing on it, mate. It is. You are. You're looking gorgeous, mate. Thank you, um, but yeah, it's, it's very. It's a very crisp screen. Amazing. You know? That's good to know. Um, so yes, if if you're still listening and you haven't seen Guardians Three, you really need to stop now because we're about to talk about it. Um, but do come back to it um, this episode when you watched it. But okay, we're gonna talk about the plot now. We're gonna talk about what happens in the movie um, for a little bit, and then that will be that. Um, so first things first. Oh, what was that? That was in Instagram popping up. Right. I'm going on, um, I'm going on hibernation now. Now we just let's just talk about the moments in the movies and favourite moments and any gropes you might have in terms of like story, but there's so there's loads of things I want to talk about. Um one of which the introduction to Adam Warlock. Mm. What are your thoughts? Because I mean yeah, you tell me your thoughts right now too what I think one. So I didn't like him as much as I thought I would. I thought, uh, and also, and it, which is ironic in many ways, wasn't a fan of him being British. No, I thought it was going to be American. Yeah, it, yeah. it was very. I don't know, and and because it was, it was it was posh Brit. It wasn't mm. like a British, you know. It was it wasn't in the same vein that we had um, Carly in. Um, what did we just review? We looked at Captain uh, the Falcon. Falcon, Falcon yeah, and the yeah, Winter yeah. Soldier. It was, you know, it, it was a posh British accent, and it and it and it just it felt very odd. Yeah, um, and but but it wasn't just that. I think the whole performance was quite, um, you know. Uh, robotic esque. I didn't for for a film that packs such an emotional punch. 
you would put in such a, a feeling of a one-dimensional character into it. Yeah, I think so. So when the way that he kind of he gets introduced immediately, kind of like smashing through, goes straight to nowhere and goes straight to get um, Rocket and take tries to take out the Guardians. Now his power and his dominance is shown immediately. I mean, he absolutely mm. beats the crap into Nebula, like dislocates everything, breaks everything in, in Nebula, and then also beheads Groot, mm. right? Um, and even in those moments, you're like, oh, whoa, okay, okay, all right. We, we, we're we understanding the, the strength and the power that Adam Warlock has, okay? So we need to initiate that immediately. Great, that's all there. Yeah. But it is the moment he starts opening his mouth, and you're like, oh, oh, okay. I thought there's... But there's a reason why they've done that. He is, he is playing a young version of Adam Warlock. They played it into the narrative as well, the fact that they um, the Sovereign ejected him out of his cocoon too early. And um, uh, the mother was saying, like, you know, she, she, you know, well, I can't remember. I forgot what her character name is, but um, she says, you know, he wasn't ready to come out yet. You, you know, we needed more time. The high visionary is like, no, we need him now. Um, so that's all played into his narrative, and he's understanding about the world and what his purpose is. So there's it. There is a effectively like a little mini origin story that's kind of shoehorned in there. That's not really ultimately true, I don't think, to the comics. Um, but from a James Gunn perspective, I think it works. I'm not, it's not a gripe for me, no. but it was just like, oh, maybe, I think we need a little bit more threat from mm. Warlock. Yeah. And, 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 yeah, a little bit more. So, you know, his, his mum's killed off in this film, uh, you know, and it, and it's, I don't know. It, it just, I just feel like there needs to be more. There can't be more backstory, but it felt like they needed back. It felt like yeah. you needed more of a who is this guy and what what he, what is he representing yeah. before he comes in and smashes a load of shit and then befriends the guardians by the end. And it, mm-hmm. it, it just felt, yeah, it, 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 that was the only character that kind of felt shoehorned in, which is ironic because it's the first character we knew was going to be in Guardians yeah. three years ago. Yeah, like mm. it was always building. So there's a lot of hype, a lot of hype, a lot of that. hype. So and and it feels kind of like ironically that was the part that it could have been you know missed. Yeah, um, but at the same time, that's because the high visionary was so good. Um, so. Yeah, it, it was so. I mean, that kind of leads us into Rocket's story quite nicely. So with Rocket. It's about him being experimented on. Uh, we understand as well where he originally came from to South America. He is, you know, he spent the whole last, you know, two movies, well, even more movies through the Infinity Saga going, I'm not a raccoon, I'm not a raccoon. And it gets revealed at the end of the movie that he is a raccoon. And the it's the, it's kind of like, it's it, it touches on identity, it touches on uh, revenge, um, humidity, humanity. It's just... Hum, hum, Humidity? I said humidity. Humility. And that's what was the word I needed. Um, <laughs> it, is, it might be warm. I don't know. It might be warm there. I don't know. Uh, but like, it just plays all the right strings for a brilliant story. And um, when he's in those cages and when he meets, he has his friends, you understand um, why he's so jaded and why he's so difficult to be trusted with. And he can't trust others as well. And he goes through that in Guardians 1. He goes through that in Guardians 2. You know, 
you get this kind of like, oh, he's such a moody bastard, but you understand now because what he's gone through, you know, he made friends with other animals that were experimented on and ultimately they end up dying. They end up getting killed on an escape plan, um, mm. which goes awry. And then when, when, I mean, when Rocket just claws at the high visionary's face and that moment, we were just talking oh. about gory moments. That was like, oh my God, they're actually doing it. You see the blood kind of splatter yeah. onto him. And, and the screen. sheer anger of anger. that from Rocket. And it is just, uh, oh my God, it is incredible that the yeah that back the backstory of rocket is just absolutely mad and the, and, and uh, the heartbreaking moments in there as well yeah and we kind of so we we so he's on the t- he's we, he gets hurt immediately adam warlock warlock puts him into a um critical state and throughout the whole movie he's in effect he's effectively in intensive care let's say and so we play back to his memories and that's what we see and that, and that's play throughout his movie and through its journey mm. and there's a moment where quill you know just is is near we're nearly gonna lose rocket and we do for a moment and it's that moment was played really well and really intelligently as well because i we said this after the movie we as a fan base i think have been conditioned now to go into a movie and through the trailers as well they have spent and it's not to think they have marketed this movie that somebody in the guardians was going to die and that rocket really was the one that was going to die right yeah yeah. this was his last moments and we were led to believe that that was going to be the case so we kind of like psychologically built ourselves up for it and it got to that moment where we were going to lose rocket i mean i was in tears mate i was breaking <laughs> and then and then he comes back he comes back there's this kind of like you know you know you're not, your your message is not done by the pearly gates kind of situation you've got to carry on with your journey and he yeah. gets sent straight back and he comes back to life and i'm like oh my god this isn't that type of movie and then it was almost from that moment then i don't know about you that was the last act of the movie when it gets to the yeah, at the the saving of the children that are on the the base destroying of the planet of the earth 2.0 whatever effect it is um and the culmination of the uh, uh fight with the high visionary i always thought throughout that last part i was like oh my god someone's gonna die someone's gonna die there was mo, and they were teasing that there was a moment when nebula was holding the ship trying to steer it into the nowhere um so the children can jump off and i was like oh my god nebula's gonna die on the ship by herself yeah. and then there was that moment with quill yeah you know when he jumps off as well and he tries to get on quill and they're like, oh my god, he's gonna die and the it, same way as the flimmin um um Yondu did. Like it was the quill yeah. I have to mention the quill bit, right? So during the quill bit, I t- <laughs> I turn around to you. So <laughs> I turn around and look to you, and you were just I I it was like transfixed. <laughs> you weren't you know you know, you weren't you were emotional, but you were in that moment. There was nothing going on other than mate. Oh, what fucking god is that about to happen? It was. I was, was. I was gonna throw. I was gonna. You know when you were talking about like going to see Eternals two or something a couple of weeks ago in the podcast <laughs> and like throwing hands and like messing up. I was about to lose it. I was like, if Quills died, I'm gonna lose it. Oh, um, and yeah, and like what was and I think what was a really good move from James Gunn here is that nobody died. Nobody died. We, with anything, there was this amicable split. I've got to go on, you know, um, Mantis has decided to go and, you know, discover herself. Um, Drax is just, has found a new purpose, okay, of rekindling his 
love of being a father and a dad. And Nebula says that it's a beautiful line. Nebula goes, I've seen who you are now. You're a dad. Like, oh, yeah. I was just like, oh my God, that's just gorgeous. Um, that moment was brilliant. And Quill wants to go find his granddad. And we get an end credit sequence as well with that. Um, it all just amicably plays out really well. And it is a celebration of what is effectively, and you can argue this, one of the best superhero trilogies out there right now. 100%. Like, you've got what, to. What what I am trying to do, Matt, because you can evidently see that I'm looking at my phone right now, but <laughs> I, I am trying to find... Uh, oh, I might nearly be there. It, so, because we were talking about Rocket's backstory, yeah. and um, you can't talk about that without talking about how brilliant the supporting cast were within those scenes. Yeah. So, and I'm oh, trying, 100%, yes. trying to remember who... Oh, you can't find it anywhere. Who the characters were when, in that scene. Because I know one of them is the guy who's in People do, Don't Do 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 Nothing or People Do Nothing. Mm-hmm. Is that um, he's that comedian, isn't he? Um, where the bleeding hell? Do you remember what her like? Well, not he, yeah, him or the um, any of those characters were in that scene. Um, there's one character uh, that was, that is in the new Fast and the Furious movie. Because you had Floor, didn't you? So one of them is called Floor. I know that because she, like, they were lying on the floor, weren't they? One is called Floor. The other one's called Teeth. Teeth. Yes, Teeth. Now Teeth is the is the comedian, hundred mm-hmm. percent. But it's amazing, right? So on all of these cast websites, it is impossible to find who was playing those. And they're such a pivotal part of this film as well. Uh, so, uh, Maria Bakalova, she plays Cosmo, the Cosmo, space dog. Yeah, absolutely brilliant moments with Cosmo. Cosmo. Um, you've got Daniela uh, Melchior, who plays Ura, um, who is also in the main planet bit, I think, the colourful planet bit, whatever it is. Um, good little moment for her. I uh, have just... Sorry to interrupt me. No, sorry. Did you know... This is massive... So Craiglin, Sean Gunn, who mm. plays Craiglin, right, also was doing the voice for Young Rocket. Oh, well, there you go, because that's what you were just talking about earlier. Yeah. So yeah. big shout out to Sean for, for Young Rocket. I thought that was perfection. Absolutely mm. loved. Mm. Ba- and Baby Rocket, so there was another voice actor, so Noah Raskin. Uh, plays Baby Rocket, so you got at least three different people there. Yeah. Uh, ah, Azim Chowdhury. That's who I was thinking of. He he plays Teefs. Then you've got Michaela Hoover plays Floor. Nice. Uh, Aisha uh, is a. Uh, who's um, who's which one's Aisha? War Pig. Hilarious. War Pig. Uh, yeah, yeah. War Pig. Um, I'm trying. What was the main one though? Who's the main one that Rocket is like? You know, head up, head over heels for. What the other? Well, yeah. Lila, 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 Lila. That's it. Sorry, mate. I, 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 I've been trying to. I've been looking at cast as well, and you know, I just know you need to have help in hand there. Lila, yeah, the Lila. name is Lila. Yeah, Lila. Yes. Yeah. So Lila, I thought was amazing. Great character. Um, just all of those scenes. Just really, really good. And, Do you have a favorite and- action scene? 
yes, my favourite action scene is towards the end uh, when they go into uh, they're all together um, and they go into the corridor. Yes, mate. Alliterate shitloads of aliens and it goes slow-mo they all hurt like i think gamora like goes on the back uh no mantis goes on the back of drax at some point or yeah there's some yeah. mad moves yeah there. mate it is such a good moment and you know me dear listener you know like i like my <laughs> i like my action sequences that was top tier i'm not like no joke and it was so incredibly cathartic because it was at that moment where I was like, oh, my God, no one's going to die. I knew in that moment I was like, no one's going to die. Nothing bad can happen from this point onwards because this is like we're back together. The band's back together. We're going to go for it unless he's going to pull on our heartstrings like the Russo brothers. Like he's going to go for it. And it was just such a wonderful moment. And it was so cool as well. Yeah, mate. Really, really good. Mate. And also Groot. Seeing Groot at the end <gasps> of the credit Groot. sequence, the mid-credit sequence, you see a massive version of Groot, like Mega Groot, like oh. Mega Evolved Groot, if we're talking Pokemon style. So cool. That's, so cool. Groot is just, oh, Groot was amazing in this film. And I think, you know, to hear Groot say anything other than I am Groot right at the end <gasps> is amazing. Um, and also one of the um so one of the people um we will we watched it with ryan <coughs> said uh really uh i can't i don't know if you remember i do but I he do. said something that was so like um just amazing poignant poignant, poignant. and and revealing yeah yeah and um and he said basically that uh you know group saying something other than i am Groot is that we as an audience are part of the family and the guardians are part of his family so we are understanding we now understand him and it was oh my god i think that's a brilliant uh revelation there i really hope that it's the case and i'm pretty sure that must be because that's just so clever good observation like yeah that's uh, yeah it's just amazing like how they handle just every character and you know how they've split those characters up um mm. but i'm proud as punch matt i was I know. right you're right you were I was, right i was you were right, right. <laughs> i was right you know he's coming back startled's coming back um, and and they've left it, and obviously no no Guardians dead, so they can no. absolutely do another Guardians film. He's like I I know in the past episodes I've been talking about James Gunn throwing a massive swerve ball, killing off everybody, and going screw you MCU, I'm off to DC. He has served MCU and the big boy K Dog a service. He has done them a solid. What he has done is he has kept the integrity, he has kept the life force of Guardians strong, stronger than ever, for it to continue into different iterations. And then I've got plenty of characters that are now have been established to, to choose from. Like, we get a mid-credit sequence where it's Rocket, it's Adam Warlock, it's Cosmo, it's um, the other gun. Who Crag- is he playing? Craglin as well. Craglin. Yeah. And grew and so and they're like, oh, that's our new guardians. Amazing! I'm on board yeah. for that. They're great. My only fear, as we talk, Matt, and please, K Dog, if you're listening, do not do this. <laughs> is that because they be you know you might know what's coming? It, 
what I'm worried about is that the only other group that are currently in a similar scenario where they're broken up and they're in different places are the Eternals. And by God, K-Dog, if you try and do a film or any series that links even one member of the Eternals with your fucking lead (laughs) Guardians, I will kick a hole (laughs) <laughs> do you think do you think yeah, like Deadpool screen. in Deadpool 3 will just like turn up and just kill all of the Eternals and go let's forget about them yeah yeah I really hope so <laughs> I really, but could you imagine Matt if they go oh, oh yeah, I don't gonna, want to we've got we've got no. you coming up next you've got Groot and uh, I don't even care for their names but no. any of them I'd be like no I'm out I'm That's, I couldn't name out. I couldn't name a single Eternal right now no. I couldn't name them but speaking of which, that is in phase four, and we are still, dear listener, we've diverted slightly from the last week. Obviously, we did our monthly news review. Um, this week, it's an impromptu review on Guardians 3. Why the heck not? Strike while the iron's hot. I'm actually, to be fair, when we come back to this movie, when we're going through our phases, mm. I'm really excited to see this again um, and oh, review it properly and, and, and go through second thoughts. Um, but we are currently midway through the Loki series one, and we are going to be reviewing episode four, five, and six um, yeah. next week. There will definitely be an upload. Don't you worry. Um, I can't wait to get back into it actually because it, mm. a lot still happens, and we're still going through phase four, and there's plenty to go through, and we will at some point, unfortunately, get to the Big E Eternals. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, so Loki's coming. Uh, I've got to watch the last episode. Is the only one now? Yeah, just on the last yep. episode. Uh, give that a watch, uh, and then we'll um, yeah, we'll be back. Amazing. In our normal Wednesday slots. Oh, can't wait, uh, dear listener. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for sticking with us on this. Um, hope you have a lovely. If you're in the UK, it is a bank holiday right now, so enjoy your bank holiday weekend and whatever you do, if you're celebrating the coronation or if you're not celebrating the coronation, that's all fine. You do you. You make your time the best as way you possibly can. Live your life to the fullest, my dear listener. Living the dream. Living that dream. See you later. See you later. Thank you for listening to another episode of Don't Be A Hero Podcast. If you have any comments, feedback or any thoughts, email us at don'tbeaheropodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and other streaming platforms for future content. And to keep up to date on all things Don't Be A Hero, follow us on our Instagram or our TikTok at Don't Be A Hero Podcast. We'll see you there.